0: Welcome along to the Wise Men Say podcast, we are going to discuss yet another clean sheet for Sunderland and if you were listening to this in future years, I don't know why anybody would do that but if you are and, <laughs> and provide some historical context for you it's the we've just had Premier League football on the weekend that Spurs beat Manchester United 6-1 and Aston Villa beat Liverpool 7-2 and we're going to talk about a 0-0 draw with Charlton in Division 3 And you can also, also go and watch
1: call. those games in a cinema um, but you can't go and watch the football matches at the stadium, even though there's like enough room for about seventy thousand people in there. So, yeah. yeah, bear that in mind as well.
0: <laughs> bear that in mind if you're doing some research in twenty years' time, um, and there's and civilization still exists, right? Um, a shout out as well, oh, but let's introduce our guests first because we've got Chris on. Doesn't really. Need introducing there's no finance stuff to talk about Chris so you're not really flavor of the month anymore anyway but you'll say hello anyway cheers for that glowing introduction I'll just sit here and watch you three talk shall I
2: Stephen Elliott joins us as well former Sunday striker of course been a while sleeves yeah it's been a while since I've been on with you guys but good start to the season Mm. Are you been out Doing your coaching And stuff in the restrictions Or Um, Little bits and pieces Here and there But I don't know Whether we're going to go back Into some sort of lockdown Now there's there's a bit The, the cases are getting high again So you just have to keep an eye On the old FA rules
3: mm.
0: well, Let's all go there Shall we give a shout out To uh, Sunderland under 21s Who haven't won a game In about seven years And then uh, Go and beat Newcastle 4-0 so even if they don't win in another game in seven years, that'd be quite funny, I guess, wouldn't it? It's been—it's
1: it's the last time they won a game. there were the under twenty ones, and the under-23s <laughs> now. So that's how long it's been.
0: Under uh, 23s. Yeah, they were still
1: playing, playing the Pontons Reserves League uh, when when they last won a game. So Michael Protner was playing at the time. Uh, it is quite funny,
0: been. but it it is quite funny, but it highlights how uh, how poor that uh, youth setup's been in a while, doesn't it? That sure. they can go so long without a win.
3: Today was. The first away league win um, since Ellis Short was owner. Wow. Right. <laughs> There's a stat.
0: <laughs> That's canny, isn't it? Any opinions on the youth setup with Sunderland at the minute? <laughs> <be> <laughs> it's a bit quiet there.
2: It's a good win today. You've got to start somewhere, so hopefully things start to pick up now <laughs> moving forward, I suppose. Right. The most media trend answer you'll ever hear in your life, right. <laughs> Let's talk about the,
0: uh, the game of the weekend. Good start, you said there, Slaves. Disappointing not to get the three points, though, because I think um, th- th- that was as one-sided game as you'll ever see, for the most part.
2: Yeah, I think, uh, I have to say, I thought it was the best performance of the season by Sunderland the weekend. I thought he played really well right from the start of the game. I think Scone done OK as well. He, he, he looked a little bit off the pace, I think, in his first game last week, but he came in and he, he slotted in well alongside Grant and uh, Gucci in there in the midfield.
0: Yeah, and uh, interesting position for Gooch, that isn't it? It's a bit, bit of a new one with it, with this shape. He's, he's, he's a bit deeper, and he's. Uh, I guess it makes sense because he can carry the ball.
2: Yeah, I, I, I I'm still looking at Lyndon and and you're kind of trying to figure out what his actual best position is. Like he, for me, I think he's best when he's when he's running at, at players, and he kind of has space in front of him. But he's obviously playing in that midfield role. He needs to protect the ball a little bit better, and he might get over his back to goal a little bit more than he usually would, but. If it's a position that he's going to play going forward, he I'm sure he'll only get better the more he plays there.
0: Yeah, thoughts on Gooch and Scowan? as a no, nobody thought this we would start the season with a midfield three of Grant Ledbetter, Josh Cowan, and Lyndon Gooch, did we?
1: Ledbetter has been ridiculous, like really, like compared to you know where he was last year when he looked completely finished, um, and then you know this season he looks completely refreshed. He looks a different player. Um, it's a weird one Gooch because you know, I do like him. And I like him when he plays wide, pre- preferably. But it kind of feels all a little bit. <clears throat> even though it's been effective, it does feel as though players are being kind of shoehorned into that midfield a little bit, and to accommodate these two strikers. Um. So yeah, it's a bit. It's a bit odd at the moment. It's kind of like when you're not seeing the games live, it's difficult to pick up on the on the on the feed like how the <clears throat> how they're operating, you know, off the ball and stuff like that. So it, it's it's an odd one. But it's working though, right? Oh well I mean playing well. Yeah, I mean we're not not playing badly at all. I mean he it was looking at the thinking about the four games, I can't think I mean I know Peter had a bright start in the game, but is has been usually in games you'll have a spell where you're under pressure. Well, I don't think in the four games, even the five if you include the League Cup game we
2: haven't had a spell where we've been under pressure for a prolonged period of time in any of those games not even I, 10 I, agree. Minutes. I agree with you Gary I think defensively that's one of, one of the big pluses this season I think we've looked really strong and never really looked like we were going to in any danger of conceding many goals this season and that's a huge thing going forward if you want to be promoted for you can talk about who's going to get all the goals to win games and stuff but if you can stop, if you if you don't concede goals, you've always got a chance of winning games. And even on Saturday there, I, I never felt even when Charlton went up, when when the upper man when when Flanagan got sent off, I never really felt like they were going to hurt us going forward. And if anybody was going to win the game, I still think we we were creating the better chances. I know Wyke had a bit of a chance, which he, we'll get to Wyke. He just looks <laughs> his confidence his confidence looks shattered at the moment in front of the goal. He's snatching at things, he's stretching at things, and he just doesn't look like he's going to score a goal. Whereas I thought Danny Graham I thought in the game although he didn't score and he, listen I'm sure he'll be the first one to, to say he should have put that chance at the back post away but I felt like he looked like he looked threatening he looked hungry to get into goal scoring positions and I think he will score goals for the club if he gets a run of games in, in the team you,
0: you just want to hope it's a no mental thing though with them, don't you like they're going to be a mental block on strikers we've seen it so many times don't we remember how well Jose Alador started and the, his, his, his first goal was only around the corner and then the more goals on and on and on it become difficult so it be nice for him to to get one quite quickly, that is it uh, isn't against it uh, isn't against an under 21s team. I
1: like the way that you've used um, Josie Outlaw as a comparison for a former Sunderland striker and not Danny Graham as <laughs> a comparison for a well, former the first Sunderland striker round. who's got one Com- in forty. Yeah, so, true. Yeah, but they, them they, the, team, <laughs> the,
2: the team looked the uh, team looked like they were creating opportunities the weekend. Uh, there was some great interplay down the right hand side, especially yeah. for staff. A couple of times there was a few mishit crosses, but in general, even the deliveries weren't bad and. Again, on another day, we could have been talking about a 3 or 4 nil win for Sunderland and it wouldn't have, wouldn't have flattered them, I don't think.
3: Yeah, I think that's fair. Like, this time last week, we, we sat on this podcast and we're talking about how if we hadn't got a penalty against Peterborough, we wouldn't have scored all day. And it's a bit weird that actually at the weekend, I, th- I thought we looked a lot more threatening and we didn't end up scoring. So From a kind of build-up perspective on that, um, <clears> it, I agree with uh, what was said earlier. I think it was the best we played this season and it, it was just... You couldn't really. Uh, they said it on the reaction pod on Saturday, but you you couldn't really. I know some people have like blamed the manager for certain performances and stuff this season already, but you certainly couldn't blame them there on Saturday. Like you set the team up well, and look, we should have been out of sight by half time. And I, I agree with sleeves as well. I think even after we went down to ten men, I don't actually think we ever looked. Um, I don't think we ever looked in any real. I game.
0: still wanted us to win the game when we went down to ten men. I still thought we were yeah. going to be the think, likely ones to do it.
3: Right. Yeah, I, I, I thought the same. I thought we. Like I've seen a few people saying like their strikers have better service and that I don't know where they've got that from because I mean from my memory I, I can barely remember them having a kid. They didn't have a shot on like, target, did they? I, I was going to say I didn't think they did. Like they brought they brought that on, he added a bit more like physicality because well, because Washington had done nothing. But I mean apart from Flanagan getting sent off for being a bit slow, but do the you ball, not think though difference? As either. well,
2: obviously, I'm just saying even looking at the start of the season so far, there's talk of like somebody that being a tricky kind of run of games on paper. But the teams that, that, that we played so far, I, I looked at them all and I, don't see any, I didn't see any team where I think, you know what, these are, these are right bang era, these are a top yeah. team. I don't know whether that's the whole league in general or they're just kind s- of people are waiting to get a run of games. But it's now, nah, Sunderland have looked comfortable, albeit against Peterborough, it was a frustrating afternoon last week. But I think Sunderland looked comfortable in all the games. And I don't know, maybe, maybe Sunderland don't have to be great this year to get promoted unlike maybe other seasons.
3: If those three are three of the best teams in the league, I really don't think we've got anything to fear. Because I mean, I thought they were terrible on Saturday. I I thought they were really, really poor. Um, They're the worst team we played. Partially because we played, yeah, they were. Partially because I thought we played well in the first half. Like we really, we did look really solid. And we'll probably come on to Flanagan as well. But Flanagan's had a bit of stick after getting sent off. I thought he was great until he got sent off. Yeah, his passing, his passing's not great. Passing's never going to be great. But I, I think. It's hard to find fault with like three defenders who've only conceded one goal all season and non-promoting player, and I think I think we look really really solid. And I thought, i um, certainly in the first half, it was it was definitely an improvement going forward. We just you you do still worry though that that's going to be like our our downfall. Like you'd like to think there's not going to be as many games as that where we miss that many chances, but it does. Like I was looking at, obviously we've only scored four goals in four games. It's um, that's, that's going to be if if we have a downfall
0: this season that's where it's going to be you need one of them don't you just to just get it going don't you get a couple well, I think, in a game or get a couple in a game or something Slaves, you know it's like it's yeah, a I, I, I just like getting think, it into
2: a run yeah I look at the way the team's playing and, and they're playing in a way where they're creating chances they look fluent going forward especially on <clears> Saturday I think you have to give great credit to, to you have to give credit to the manager for kind of putting these players in in these positions and again some of the chances I just for me if you're looking at the, the forwards that are at the club, I think Aidan O'Brien's come in and I can see why, the, why, why Phil Parkinson has signing him. He's kind of got a little bit more legs maybe than the others and he runs about a bit more. But I think if you want to score goals, I, wouldn't, I don't think he's the answer to scoring the goals. And I don't know whether... For me, I would like to see Will Grigg, I mentioned uh, in my column in the echo, I'd like to see Will Grigg and Danny Graham giving a shot together because I think they could complement each other. and I think there's enough in that squad behind them to protect the, the defensively as well with them two as, as a kind of leading the line. And I think eventually, if one of the chance goes in for one, either of them in the league, they'll go on a run and they've history of being prolific at this level and, and that's what you're looking at. And I think out of all the strikers, them two are... Them two are are probably the more likely I would afford them to go on that run of goals that the club need the forwards the, to do to go on.
1: The move, the movement of Graham is is, is pretty good, and I think Graham's, uh, Greg's strength is his sort of movement off the ball. So if you had those two together, you know as a defence in League One, you you probably don't have to do a lot of thinking when mm. when when you're up against those two. To, 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 you know, the runs and, and the movement of the ball. Yeah, but even Danny,
2: even Danny Graham, when he's leading the line, you can tell he's played at a higher level. Yeah. I know he didn't have a great time when he was at Sunderland first time round, but you can see he's got he's got a really clever brain. He finds good positions and he brings other players in, into, um, into, into right into the striker areas just by clever. Sometimes he doesn't even move loads, but he's just getting into little pockets there where he can bounce the ball off. And more often than not, his touch is good and, he, and he's strong and he protects the ball well. And if you notice on Saturday, he was always wanting to get in the box. Now, I know I didn't quite fall for him the week, Weekend, but you know, I always watching the game and thinking he's going to score soon he's going to score soon yeah. and I think, one, I think he will score and I, I think he will go on a run and I think he, he especially could be the one to go on that run of goals that, that we're waiting for and it's just up to the manager to kind of stick, stick with him and give him a run of games and Definitely. as I said I'd love to see him in there alongside Greg yeah. and I know the manager has said oh it'll be horses for courses but I think if somebody goes and scores two <coughs> or three goals in a game he's not going to be dropped for the next one and then you kind of play off that
0: well, the, the, the phrase, horses for cor- causes, Gareth said last week as well, and I I, I wasn't sure. I suggested last week that it, it seems to me like he's just thrown partner, different partnerships together to see if something works. Gareth didn't think that was the case. To me, when you take both strikers off at once and put the other two strikers on, that to me looks like you're you're just thinking, yeah. I want one of these to score here, and uh, you just try and you just... Something will eventually stick. I'll just gr- keep I throwing agree. these strikers on.
1: I agree with that in, in the game, you know... We've seen that's been a problem um, in terms of you know Parkinson's approach to games is that it doesn't seem capable of making tactical changes with tactical substitution changes in the game to to alter the result. Um, you know, it's like for like changes. You know, like last you know joke about you know nine subs on the bench and you know last season like when. Covid struck and it's like, well, you know, we'd still only use one. I mean, and it'd be Kyle Latterley in the 83rd minute. That that's basically was it. So I agree with you in the game, like you could do a lot more. But um, from the start, I don't agree that it's it's. Actually, it's a kind of scattergun.
0: What, what do you think about Slaves making a double substitution up front, taking two strike partners off and putting another two on?
2: To be fair, Midway that's, that's the way that that was kind of a, when I played. That was that was often the case. Like you, you pay, if you were if you were in the oh, more often than not, I played. If I played if I played up front, I played in the front too. And come sixty minutes, and if the game was nil nil or you one goal down, you, you you tended to think, you know, what, if I don't do something here quick, they might bring on the other two strikers. And that was just kind of half accepted. That's why we all most squads when when I played, we always seemed to have four strikers. So you'd have two that were probably in form who were getting the goals, and then. Maybe if things weren't going quite well for that two, he'd rest that other two and, and bring the other two in or, or just try and mix and match the manager. But I don't know, I, I didn't didn't bother me at all really making a double change I, I think it was that I think he was looking for somebody I, I think Phil Parsons is looking for one of his forwards to go on a go- I genuinely think he just wants one of them to go on this goal score and run to say do you know what Gaffer here I am I'm the man that's going to score the goals and it hasn't quite happened yet but for me of what I've seen so far this season Danny Graham is definitely the one where I think has the biggest chance of going on these run of goals I look at Charlie Wyke and I played with Charlie when, when he was a young lad at Carlisle when he came up from Middlesbrough and he did show qualities then but for me he looks... He looks to be somebody that his confidence just seems shattered. Like I said earlier on, he's snatching and stretching and he, he gives away needless fouls at times and that's, that can sometimes kind of come out being frustrated on the pitch because you know things aren't going well for you and I don't know, I just still think Will Grigg, we, keep, we paid a lot of money for him and we, I, I don't know, he hasn't been, this season anyway, he hasn't really been given a fair chance of, of a few games and I think in the, in the pre-season run of games he done well he looked sharp he scored goals and he's only, he's only had one start in the, in the league this year I would be inclined to kind of just get him in there and see what happens because what's the worst that can happen he, he doesn't score a goal it's not as if the others aren't scoring goals so if he get him scoring a goal I guarantee you he'll go on a run of goals because it's just the way he's been in his career you'll play tomorrow night won't you for, against Carlisle yeah, you'd like to think he would get it. you know I presume. Of. I presume a lot of the lads will played they haven't been getting much game time mm-hmm. and it's a good game for the manager to be able to put players in, especially after the unbeaten start in the league. So no, it's it's a good start. Eight, eight points out of a possible twelve points. You're know, right in the promotion mix. It could have been more really, if we're honest, it could have been an, it should have been really two more points, but it's early days, yeah, and from what I've seen so far, I think Phil Patinson will be secretly confident.
0: Yeah. I think your points on both of those things about Greg and about um, White. I mean, Greg must wonder if he's ever going to get the rub of the green because he he he's not even Been coming on a sub and then he comes on a sub, he get a player set off and he's asked to play midfield for the rest of the game. We um, say this
3: about Greg every week, don't we Like,
0: yeah, you know, oh, we we've, we've banged that drum. I think it's worn out. I, yeah, I don't know if we can we can see anything else on it. Should
3: I? Should tell you what I was thinking on Saturday, like I don't know, like look, like any striker should score on that, and Graham will be disappointed in this. But how many times since he's been here Can You think that we've giving Will Good the ball on a plate like that inside the six yard box, like those are the sort of goals he scores. Like you look at the goals he scored for Wigan and that he, he's he's a poacher. He, he scores a lot of goals like that. And I was just thinking, how many times has he actually got the ball in those positions for us? I, well, that, I,
2: that's it. Yeah, I agree. with Chris is even when he was playing last year, he, it was often he was very isolated in, in the formation and the way the team were playing. And I know he had played previously as as a lone striker for his previous clubs, but that, they were in kind of in, in formations where players go up and support him when he was at Wigan there was always player. but I think Sunderland when they played at times last year when he played up front of his own he was left very isolated and there was balls being lashed up around his neck and it's difficult trust me I know that when you're a smallish striker up against big lads because it's, it's hard enough kind of fighting your own way as it is when there's high balls coming in it makes defenders favourites but I think now with the way the team are playing and he's, he, with, with, with him going with two up top I think it could really kind of help him help Greg because I think and another thing I, I we go back to Grant Ledbert I think this is the reason why the, the team are playing like this because he's found his feet again and he's shown the quality he has I know people point to his age about he's he's passed but I think this season a little bit repeating what Garrett says he's been really really good he looks sharp he looks fit he doesn't look slow he's moving the ball quickly and he's shown he's a class above any other midfielder at the club and I think that's the reason why we've looked a little bit more 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 fluent going forward because they have that protection and knowing Grant is there and he will keep the ball unlike say for example when I think Dobson was playing in their power even at times they'd give up the ball cheaply and that's something that Grant will not do because he, he cherishes the ball and he respects the ball and he looks after it
0: mm, Definitely uh, Just on the on the on the Wike giving away a free kicks. I, that was what angered me more than anything else in in that game when he did that game. We spoke about it last week and we said, you know, you can see you're coming a mile off and whatever level you've played football, like you said, don't foul, don't foul. Daddy Collins in the core commentary was actually saying, don't foul him, don't foul him. And he went and he just bundled him over, man. It's so frustrating. Now, listen,
2: it's annoying. As a striker, when a defender's shepherding the ball out, there's, there's nothing worse than a defender shepherding the ball out like that when you know he's not even trying to play it. But, if you give that free kick away, you're playing right into his hand. And it just lets, lets them off the hook. Where, like, at times, the defender can only kick her out for a corner, roll her back to his yeah. goalkeeper, or lash her back to us, or put out for a throw-in. And all of a sudden, you're giving him a free kick, time to kind of get adjusted to get the, get the players up to pitch. And it's just, it's criminal. But again, it boils down to frustration, I think, on Weichsbrough, because things aren't going well for him. And he, he's a player that looks severely lacking in confidence. But why, surely, you know, somebody, surely
0: somebody's putting an arm around him and telling and. and, and and saying this to him, slaves, what you've just said there, surely. But
2: like, well, I don't know. I don't know anybody who who coaches in at the club. What way? I don't know. I don't know who's kind of deciding or who's whether they have that type of man managing going on. Again, it's. I think Phil Parton just wants one of the strikers to score a goal, and it's it's like as soon as somebody one of them does that, he's going to stick with that with that person. The
1: thing is, with White, he
2: doesn't give himself a
1: chance in anything. So so he's always the wrong side, the defender. Like every time the ball goes up, he's running. He's trying to run in front. It's like if you're a defender, it must be quite easy to play against because he's got to come to the back of you if he's the wrong side anyway. So you probably just you know get your body in the way and foul you. You know you never if you win the ball you're gonna win the header because you're in front. So I don't know. I just it, if that's his role, it, like it's, it just feels like the other week we we're talking about it. I think I it, said. It, you know about some balls that Scone put in you could have got across the front to get a header in and we're kind of saying well this is just League One strikers don't do that it's like well you can't be six yards off the you know off the six yards box and not making a movement to come on to potentially across surely I mean at any level I mean you want to gamble in there and get on the end of the ball especially if you're like as somebody who
2: scored goals with his head previously for Bradford the funny thing is though, Wyke has history at this level of scoring goals regularly and it's it's just, when you look at him playing now, it's, it doesn't look like that player that we that we pay this money for. And I, it, When he first came to the club, if you remember, he was carrying an injury and he's always seemed to have something kind of holding him back, so to speak. And I don't know whether he's injured now at the moment or he's... I don't know. I think he gathers that maybe maybe with the manager bringing in Danny Graham it's a little bit of a, a dent to his confidence as well yeah. because I think if Charlie Wyke had been doing the business and you you you're talking about having Wyke there, Grig there, bringing in Aidan O'Brien, a couple of the younger lads who can play up top, Gucci can play up top, but the fact that he's gone and brought in a 35-year-old striker probably doesn't fill you with confidence to say you know what this gaffer really really fancies me and yeah. maybe that's all kind of hanging over him a little bit and it shows and it's shown in his performances. Definitely. Yeah.
0: Certainly is. Um, did you just get the sense that we uh, we weren't going to score, and it was going to be one of those days when when um, Bailey Wright had an early header, and the, and the keeper pulled that save? Oh, amazing save! Save out was bad because it was it was, a, it was a great save that, and you just thought then, didn't you? And then especially when Graham puts it over the bar, you just thought, ah, it's 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 not going to happen here.
1: Well, and we had uh, that scrambled one, that scrambled one away, didn't it? the keeper made did. a save and? the block, block and...
2: the thing though again though if you go back to that chance when Aidan O'Brien went down the left I think they missed the best chance by remember uh, Graham was on his own in the box yeah, he's yeah. and it was, a poor, it was, a, it it was a poor cross for me that's a, it's quite an easy pass especially as a forward if you're in that position you know what way a forward should like the ball rolled in to finish that and I think that was a really poor cross yeah. by um Aiden O'Brien in the fourth place that got out. Yeah, and then it came back to him, and I think he made the wrong decision by actually shooting. Then he followed another mistake with another mistake, where if he, he could have pulled the back, and somebody might have had a, had a tap in there. But again, it's just decision-making. That's one thing I would look at Aiden O'Brien. He does work, he work works his, his backside off. You couldn't fault him for that, and he, I'm sure he's a, a good pro. But I just never... When I watch him play, he, doesn't, he does, I don't look around and think, you know what, this guy's going to score loads of goals. And if we're going to play two up top, I want to be thinking either one of them might have a chance of scoring goals because we have players at the moment on the pitch who are creating chance. even Jordan Willis who, who was bombarding down the right at times the weekend he's a, he's a threat going forward and I think he I think, that all, I think the team are playing really well I think there's a good kind of fluidity in there I think Bailey Wright kind of showing things up at the back him getting the armband as well I think has brought him on leaps and bounds too I think he's, he's found a new kind of responsibility wearing the armband and I think it suits him and I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be in a rush to take her off him if he continues to play the way he is
0: yeah, it's not there's, not. there's not much more you can say about those, that back three than we. Than we already have, of course. Flanagan's going to have to come out now because because yeah. of the suspension. It was a good
2: foul though, I would say to be honest with you. I don't, you yeah. can't fault yeah. him for that because that was the one time the big lad came on and in, Inuki or whatever he's called flicked her on and he yeah and he did get on the wrong side of um he, he got on the wrong side of him and I think Flanagan done the right thing and bring him down. He took him for the team, so to speak, because I do think the striker would have gone to and getting a shot at goal. So so I think it was a one game or three games. I'm not sure I was reading. That, that it might be one game, one, is, is so, it? So yeah, yeah, well you would. I, I don't know who will come in and play Jamali, instead of him like. Jamali probably Absolutely. Jamali will play like he's done alright I suppose when he come in but now you don't really want to interrupt that that back three at the moment because when you get when you get something that's working well the last thing you want to do is upend it
3: yeah they just looked really solid I thought like first half it was like there was times when I felt like we had more people on the pitch because like we had obviously we've got three up there against one of their straight and that but then elsewhere on the pitch I don't it we just it, it was the first half was a really like quite a com- yeah. apart from the finishing it was quite a complete performance I think uh, Stephen, I know we said this last week that we uh, were guilty of only mentioning Willis like by exception kind of thing because you're used to him being good. But I thought on um, he was obviously he was brilliant at the back again on Saturday. But going forward, there was Adam Steve has already mentioned it, but there was we, we saw we saw glimpses of it last season and he popped up in like quite advanced positions again a few times on um, on Saturday. And I just think he he really and, and there was that header at the end as well where. he took it off the the lad who was who was coming in brilliant defending it was, in,
2: defending it was. Re, re, yeah. kind of experienced defending just know-how and it's all about positional sense that was it wasn't like that was a good head it was just being in the right position smelling danger and that's something that, that, that he does well I played with, with Jordan when I was at Coventry when he was a young lad there and he, he struggled with his injuries when he was a young lad but you could tell he had really potential and he has a great kind of athleticism about him and speed and again if he can stay injury free him alongside Bailey Wright and if Flanagan continues to perform the way he is because he is performing better this year than last. I think that's a really, really strong kind of unit to have at the back to kind of, to, to kind of take forward from, from, from there.
0: Yeah, it's speaking for itself at the moment, really, you know, one goal conceded, that was a penalty that was, was given away needlessly by the goalkeeper. His confidence will be going up because he's keeping clean sheets now. We'll, we'll not get into that massive discussion again like we <laughs> had last week. Um, and I think we're just going to take a little break. When we come back, I want to talk about going forward because this break doesn't come at a good time in terms of wanting to build up momentum. So we'll have a little bit of a chat about that.
2: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
3: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time.
2: Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
1: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But
2: you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it.
0: changing and we're well into the football season you might want to start about the way thinking about the way you dress and less of the t-shirts and more of the coats when you're going out because weather's changing does anybody have any suggestions where people can go and buy a suitable coat or jacket
1: from the terraces Stephen. that's where i would i was kind of hoping chris as a guest would
0: have would have done his thing and stepped in and said something like but he just he just sat there well, sleeves is a big
1: uh, advocate of the From the Terrace's brand. He's got loads of gear. Well, I wouldn't say loads, but I've got a few items from oh, them. I, yeah, it's, it's, No, you have got
2: loads, of Stephen. <laughs> <but yeah. laughs> you can't even, no. Honestly, now he's on the. There's no, on the no, you on don't it. lie to people. You just be honest with them. I've got a good few items, and it's top quality uh, gear. And I'd, I'd recommend it to anybody who's interested in some uh, football wear. There you go. You, you can't you can't get better endorsement than that. It's pointless
0: us rabbiting on and trying to make a yeah. uh, turn it into a bantam moment. Jac- like, I've got a jacket. He can, pick he's going to use those quotes now. Actually, he he's going to use them. I've got a jack.
1: I've got a jacket to pick up this week, so I'm going to go and pick that up tomorrow. I'm going to wear it at the weekend when I go away for two nights. I'm going to wear it constantly, even at night when I'm in sleep. <laughs> so that'll be nice for mm. me, won't it?
0: Can he be nice? Look at you getting a bit time away.
1: <laughs> All right, Jimmy. Holidays? You got about five holidays a year.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not this year. Uh, well, I. Yeah, not this year. I just sit in the house, wearing me uh, from the terraces stuff instead. <laughs> um, right. Come on then. Let's talk about going forward. Uh, do we? Do we pay any attention to this game tomorrow night uh, or Tuesday night? Depending on when you listen to this, is some, do we, this, is just an, this is just an excuse to get some of those players in the team, as we've already said, isn't it? Yeah, I'll
3: see go some for s- of the young lads again. Because, uh,
0: <laughs> the- <laughs> Are you talking about your social life again? Stephen? you mean?
1: It's a, it's a bit, uh, little bit far <laughs> there, Stephen.
3: <laughs> shall we cut that bit out, shall we? No, I'm not there, uh, I can't be
1: arsed.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but there was uh, obviously the, the team that thumped Newcastle's under 23s today was actually missing a few of the higher profile young lads, wasn't it? Uh, I don't think. Diamond or Neil, or there was a few others. Taylor, the centre half, I don't think he was playing, so it would be quite good to see how they get on. Uh, but I mean, in the grand scheme of things, I don't think anyone's too bothered about the result.
2: No? I think it, maybe, uh, obviously, Will Grigg will probably play. Will he play Charlie White from the start? It would be nice to see them get in, in the goals. But it's one of them, it's, 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 if players score in this competition, sometimes it means they don't score in league games and they take up their goals. And this, I'd rather. Them not scoring this game and maybe scoring the 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 game. I don't know if you know what I mean. A little bit, it's like yeah. I
0: don't
2: know. I just think
0: it's going to be I, interesting to see what he does in midfield, yeah, though, isn't it? Cause He doesn't have many. doesn't have many options. I hate now, this.
2: Like. I hate this cup. If I'm honest, uh, if I'm just going to be brutally honest. I don't think does anybody <laughs> even care about it at this stage. Do you know, it's just like. Wait, well, wait, wait. wait. wait a minute!
1: You, you were the guest at our live show. We did I know, but like it was good. Assignment.
2: Yeah, but at this stage now, where you're thinking <laughs> we're still in this competition three years later, do we really want to be in this competition? Yeah. Do you know, it's well, just
3: I'm fed up. Or, a, yeah.
2: Yeah, I don't want to be in yeah. any of the competitions at this level. I don't no, want to be in League like One. The, well, I don't like don't this. I don't <laughs> like this cup. Me. Well, we've
0: got we've there's a good piece on our site now Mickey Loft's written it if you want to go and have a, have a read of that if you haven't read it all, if, uh, read it already and he, he looks at when Sunderland entered this trophy when it, when it was in the format it is now for the first time so Sunderland under-21s went to play Rochdale and drew 1-1 and Mickey Loft's went to hunt down where all of those um, under-21 players are now because we were always told this cup the, the fact Premier League teams and Category 1 academies could enter was because it would develop the players better that's what we were told so Obviously, all those players are doing really mm-hmm. well now, right? You'd think, right? Go and have a read it well, on the
2: website. And, and according to some, by Premier that League sarcasm, ac- I think you're, you're, that's <laughs> not the truth. <laughs> well,
0: yeah, no. uh, one of them played in the Champions League semi-final last year. Oh,
1: All right. I co- well, according according to um, one Premier League chairman, the, basically we are the corner shop to the, you know, supermarket. So I mean, and we don't mean we 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 don't really affect anything that they do. So it's interesting that you know there are 21 Paris? teams yeah the under under 21 teams play in an EFL
0: trophy um it's shocking really that you know because palace have been in massive trouble in the past oh, financially yeah. and and they and, they, they, they and they've
3: just got they sign a kid from the champions for 16 million quid or something but now he's turning around really
0: really really poor that from him but it's we're not tight we not tangent off onto that, but you'd expect that, you know, you'd expect that to come from like a top six owner or chairman, wouldn't you? There's but loads know. of like of chairmen
1: out there, aren't there, Chris?
3: But do you? Do you <laughs> no comment. Do you, do you not remember um, Bolton's chairman years back? Mm. Um, he was in favour of like he was in favour of pulling the drawbridge yeah, yeah. and scrapping relegation and all that. He just wanted to We're cut it Jeff. off, didn't
1: he? In the um, yeah. like, you just wanted to have a Get rid of a, big, a league. I mean in finish, you can see why really it's, it's it's
0: it's top top of yeah. well they've been punished. Karma's put them in uh, put, uh, put give them some punishment now they're in league two. Right. Um we could really do without this break at the weekend, couldn't we? This is this is something I'll be honest I forgot about and it's I think it's hindered our progress in the last two two years having these games cancelled for um international call ups. Just when you're starting to pick up this momentum and a win obviously would put us over that a win would, if we played this weekend, would have put us over that two points per game bracket as well.
2: Yeah, I agree. I think it's you want when you're not losing games and you're putting points on the board regularly, you want to just continue that flow. And you, you, especially when you you got a kind of a settled formation, settled team ish, you want to just keep 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 the run going. And now there's obviously the international break. It's going to be a couple of weeks before before they're all back together, training as a team again. It's it is frustrating because. No, I'm sure Parkinson, it's something that Parkinson would like to do or out, but being at a club like Sunderland, you're going to have some international players there as well, so you just have to kind of get on with it and hopefully this season, this time round, it doesn't really affect us as much as it may have done in previous ones.
0: Who's the, who's
1: the call-ups?
2: Do we know who's gone? Well,
0: we'll no, Chris, it's, Mc- it's the kind of thing you normally know, know, this. Who's the call-ups?
3: Great, right on the spot here, Anna. <laughs> do we know? Um, it's it's McLaughlin, Flanagan and McLaughlin. McLaughlin. Flanagan, McLaughlin, and then... So was Greg one then? No, I don't think Greg was. Was no. Jamalji not one?
2: Yeah, yeah
0: Jamalji would be won.
3: Is he it just three
2: that you need I, that goes? I think it's three, yeah. Well, I can understand in, in this instance,
1: because obviously you lose all of your centre-back options for a league game. So, is know, Bailey Wright
2: gone with Australia? He's not, I is he? I wouldn't have thought oh, so, man. No. I don't know. should know this, really, coming in to do a pod. I <laughs> <laughs> put <laughs> put a well, usually they put it...
1: Usually they put it on the the club feed where it'd be like if somebody's yeah. being called up, but I haven't seen any. Um,
0: Research went out the window years I ago. Haven't with this seen slays. any
1: tweets mm-hmm. or anything saying like, "Oh, these this person's being called up" or whatever. Um, with I'm like just, the I'm, I'm emoji just, of the country
0: flag and then yeah, a, a yeah, muscle emoji or something yeah. like that on the I'm just yeah.
1: I'm just assuming it's Jimadly McLaughlin and. Uh, yeah, I that sounds about right. Way. And, uh, Sounds about game. right.
0: It is really frustrating, no? But it's it's good that we're disappointed to be missing games as well. Well, if we had um, if
1: if Feeney if Feeney had um, not got injured, do you think that would have been it?
3: Mm.
0: We'll never I'm know. Not sure.
3: To be mm. fair, they've got. I mean, the domestic transfer window shuts a week on Friday, doesn't it? So it does at least give a bit of bit of time to get some people in there to if not buy anybody too.
0: Yeah, gives us some time to do nothing in <laughs> the transfer market.
3: See I'm trying I'm trying to be positive for one thing. I can't,
0: but I can't see how a game not being not taking place would have
3: any effect on on that anyway.
2: Do you see any new faces coming in at the door or what? Do you think there will be any surprises? I think
3: that I think they need a left back. Like they've had, yeah. they're still seeing that, aren't they? But it's whether they, a bit of whether they get for a competition for Denver,
2: I thought Denver actually sorry going back to the game shot I thought he was a little bit quieter than usual the weekend he didn't have a bad yeah, game, he but he wasn't as yeah he, he considering he was probably one of the better players in the previous few weeks, he was a little bit quieter the weekend, but listen he wasn't exactly a poor performance, but now maybe somebody to come in and push him, pull him on his toes a little bit might get a little bit more out of him, but now i wouldn't be I' would be surprised if there's any major kind of acquisitions in the next few days. They have to get somebody in on that left side, I think, and you know, really, you were playing possibly, possibly a, a centre half, maybe because obviously yeah. Flanagan, he's obviously suspended for one game. Feeney's injured, and yeah. Jamali will probably, I think, think yeah, Jamali will probably play tomorrow, and they'll probably see what he kind of is like again, some more minutes in his belt because he'll probably start against Win Monty after well, the break.
1: Will Jamalie still be there? No. When when when
2: the Kosovo play Wednesday
3: night? I think that was, think that was the issue they we were saying that he won't. Oh, he won't be there for the
2: match tomorrow night? Well, he wouldn't have no. thought so, would he? Yeah. He wouldn't have thought he would be. Jesus, yeah, that's a good Taylor point. will
3: play. Yeah. Uh, and then they're not sure
2: am not knows. being. I've mm-hmm.
1: not been uh, impressed with him, like... Taylor? Taylor. I haven't
3: seen I mean, enough of him. When he's played team, in there. Uh,
1: and, and I think... Uh, I know there's a lot of, like, everyone wants the, the younger players to do well. Everyone does, but... I, I didn't think they were I, any of them were great against Villa, and when when you when you've won a game eight one, and you haven't really stood out, I don't know. Like I'm not saying they'll get the chances, you know, and and they'll be, you know, they'll they'll, they'll be given opportunities, but I don't know. Like I'm not saying that they. I'm not, I'm just kind of like I'm I know the, the, there's yeah, always a lot of karma, doesn't it? Like, let's get them. Let's like so you so scored score twice a day. So no, it's like right.
2: But I at the same think time I don't, think, I don't think Phil Parkinson from what we've seen so far is going to actually go to any of the young lads and say listen there's a run on the team I think he, oh, he'll, only, he'll uh-huh. only use them if he really really has nobody yeah. else to kind of turn to. I think even with some of, the, some of the, the lads he's put on the bench he's always tended to kind of lean on the, the more experienced the players so again I, I don't know whether we we'll see any I bet you can be on the bench tomorrow night I would have thought he'd
1: be on I the bench I was just about to say he might be the one who yeah. gets it run because he scored yeah.
3: twice today and yeah. he does He does offer something our other strikers don't have and that he's quick. Mm. Um, He can run
2: fast in a straight line.
3: Pretty much, yeah. I mean... Can just run he still has.
2: I, think, I still think he's, a, he's. 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 He's got a lot more to kind of show before we start talking about him being oh, pushing yeah. for a starting Definitely. place. You know, yeah. I yeah. think totally well, agree how, with how, that. How, how fit is he even really? What has he been doing? Training wise? Not been even a starting
0: place, but a place on the
2: bench. Like yeah, you're saying you've got four, I,
0: you've got four strikers there. Why is he going to be ahead of any of those? He's not going to no.
2: be. He's not done enough. I don't think. Even in the games where he did, I know he'd done okay and. Little bits and pieces, but for me, he still got a lot to learn about the game. Yeah,
0: no.
2: So hopefully, one of these young lads step up. I mean, what, what's happening? Uh,
1: Emb- I mean, at Embleton, like again,
2: injured. injured. Yeah. What
1: is? It, what's happened there? Like, is he like? Because every I'm, time hamstring, isn't it? But every time he gets injured, they go like, oh, it's not, it's not that serious, um, and then he disappears for four months. So it must be, it must be a bit serious. I mean, has it happened again? I mean. It, it there wasn't any indication because they keep on saying oh well yeah he's, it's, it's you know hoping to get him back and he's rejoined the group and all that and then you just never never see him
2: you need know. to invite some of the medical staff from the club onto the show and he might give you a bit of information <laughs> would that be possible now
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think those we bridges are that burns these, to be honest mm. <laughs> for now for so now. now yeah for yeah. so now hashtag thanks Donald Chris Oz.
0: thanks Chris yeah, yeah. right Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, still no takeover by the way we 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 yeah. all know oh what um, are you kidding me and then
1: <laughs>
3: still another, haven't been taken over
1: another end of the month has passed that's two. All oh, right. <laughs> so God. you know right. we're going run out of months yeah. end of October
0: yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah it's very imminent I'm sure right yeah. uh, obviously uh, anyone else anything to add before we wrap things up
3: the only thing I was going to say is, did we we're talking about um, new signings and that? Did you see the news today that the, oh, I can't even remember what nationality he was, um, that the Argentinian striker, oh yeah, yeah, inevitably gone and signed for Houston. So we certainly will be signing him.
1: 1.2 million, week. I think it was he went for. Yeah. 1.2 million Which makes dollars. Me
3: how we were ever in for him in the first place? Yeah. Well,
1: we, we, I mean, we weren't <laughs> at that price, were we? We were in for him a quarter of that price, <laughs> and that means we weren't in for him. So, yeah,
0: no, well, never mind. Well, at least at, at least
1: like looking out, you know, looking outside. You, can, you know, going kind of back to the point where made we about criticizing Parkinson for being too rigid in his approach to setting up for games. He has varied in this season, so in the, in the same way we've been critical of our approach in the transfer market, we can't be too critical when uh, you know we're looking. In unusual places to find players that might suit, um, you know, the way we want to play, it or you know, whether or not he's got resale value in the future. I don't know.
0: Well, we'll see. Take over soon, and loads of players. But he's, loads already, of players he's already, he's he's already
1: retired if he's gone to Houston
0: Dynamics. Roy Keane transfer window style two thousand and six. Two yeah. thousand six. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh well. Um, we'll be back. Uh, there'll be no preview because we're not playing. Be any nothing. End, there'll probably nothing.
1: Probably. So be nothing two weeks. now
0: for uh, a couple of weeks or so. So thanks, Stephen, for coming on. No problem. Thanks, Chris, and thank you for listening. <laughs>